It's Tuesday, January 1st, and I'm feeling like a recap. This is Cockatrice Nuggets with Rich Frazier, serving you up a heaping helping of RPG nuggets straight to your gaming table. Hey, I've got a Patreon now, so if I don't tell you about it, who will? I'll be doing super secret campaign notes, release updates, and early access to my zine and other stuff that I decide to produce. So check it out. Patreon.com forward slash Jerry247. That's J-E-R-R-Y 247. Don't ask me why. Hi Rich, Arthur here. Uh, just giving you a quick call just to uh, wish you a very Merry Christmas, Happy New Year to you and your family. Enjoyed the show this year. Um, look forward to listening to more of your podcasts in the upcoming year and uh, hope you have some good gaming. Take it easy. Bye. Thanks, Arfed. That was awesome to hear. Uh, maybe you can get a podcast going next year. We all look forward to hearing that. Thanks and Merry Christmas to you, too. Well, it's been half a week since I uh, played my last game, and uh, I think it went pretty well. It was kind of a um, a, a low-dice rolling session. Um, there were a couple dice rolls. Uh, in, in the beginning, we did some downtime, so that kind of got covered. And uh, the middle, the meat of the session was a lot of role-playing. There was a lot of... Um, there was a lot of talk... Um, they first went to see um, Nevamine, the queen, the kobold queen that they resurrected. Uh, they came to discover that um, she had some competition now, and it was pretty stiff competition. Um, so they talked in circles for a long time. It was it was like an hour and a half. Um, people started getting upset and um, I don't know, uh, a little bitter towards each other, um, and I started to steer. I tried to steer the game in a different direction. It's really hard when I want the players to drive the game to try and steer them towards something. I don't want to say, hey, this is what you really should be doing instead of letting them decide what they should do. So mostly what I did was steer them out of there. Um, they, they really came to no agreement. Everybody had their own idea and was seemed, seemed unwilling to uh, go through with anyone else's ideas. Um, there were, of course, some that were quiet and didn't provide any ideas, but that that's to be expected in any gaming group, right? They're the loud ones and the quiet ones, and all the loud ones couldn't agree. Um, so, so, ultimately, nothing really happened on that. They did come up with a couple ideas that I totally shot down. They wanted to throw money at the problem. I didn't like that. Um, they wanted to uh, try and um, go out and campaign for her. Uh, we did a skill challenge. Uh, everybody really likes that, so we did one of those. Um, and uh, they, they did not do so well. <laughs> so they came back and had to report bad news. Um, so it was it was a slow start to what ended up being a really good session, I think. Um, so we're about at hour three now, and um, they finally decide to go see the warlock. Uh, this is what I pushed them in the direction to do. Um, ultimately, they were interested in what the warlock could do for them and not what they could do for the warlock. So there wasn't much revealed there, there was, well, okay, that's not what I want to say. There was a lot revealed there, but there was not a lot of action taken, right? There was not a lot of actionable things that came out. 
Um, mostly, it was uh, the backstory of the warlock and where he came from. And uh, basically, let's see, what did they find out? That he was um, trapped in the Shadowfell inside a tower. Um, that's really about all he remembers from um, where he was. Uh, but he does know that um, in the future that um, the world is taken over by fiends. And he has come back in time, right, from this future place to stop this. Um, now, they didn't ask important questions like, how does he know this? Who told him this? Uh, how are you going to accomplish this? Who are your allies? Anything like that. They just wanted to know... Um, what happened, right? And uh, he said it's, you know, a thousand years in the future, and they were like, okay, good, then we got time, so no worries, we'll talk to you later, if you can't do anything for us. Um, they got, uh, they kind of got sucked into this whole, whole campaigning for Nevermean thing, and, um, and I didn't really go with it, like, I could have gone with it more, I think. Um, it would have, it would have involved stretching time out, though, um, playing over a few weeks in, in hours, um, which is not, uh, it's not really what I want to do. I don't want to have, I didn't want to have a whole downtime session, you know? Um, and maybe that's something I can consider next time, right? Maybe, maybe if this is what they really want to do, I gotta, I gotta fix, fix my game for them, right? I, even though I didn't want to do a downtime session, maybe we could attract some things at a downtime session. Um, but again, that would have been me leading them, right? They, they, they came up with a few ideas, um, but all of them were more on how to push her to the front. Um, eventually, after they talked to the Warlock for a while, they decided to go back and check in on these other candidates. Um, which, in my mind, was the, the, it was the thing that I would have done, right? It's the, it's the thing that will get them the most information, right? Talking to Nevamine will get them some. Arguing among them, amongst themselves will get them none. Um, but talking to this candidate is going to get them juicy information, right? That they can, they can at least find out what kind of person this is, right? They're assuming this guy is a total asshole dictator. Um, and they go meet him and he's all fucking, he's all, you know, uh, flowers and peace, right? He's like, man, we can just solve this through protests and strikes, you know? We don't have to use violence, you know? And if they use violence against us, well then, yeah, we can use violence, but there's no need to use violence because they'll listen, you know? They'll realize, you know, who we are. Um, so they uh, they backpedaled a little there. They were like, well, why can't you all just get in there and be a council? And uh, then they kind of realized that, oh, it, it, they, are, they are a council. Uh, maybe not realize, I explained it to them. Uh, I think some of them knew. I, I had explained it before. Um, the, the kobold kings of uh, Zobek, uh, there are 14 of them, I think I counted. Um, they all kind of work together to rule the kobolds, right? There's the king of kings, and then below them are like a council of kings that each rule separate parts or uh, control areas of commerce or they have followers or just a, a section of people, right? It's, they're all divided up very, very mishmash, right? Like one person's in charge of the mines, the other one's an undead person who, um, you know, has a lot of thralls. So it's very, 
very chaotic, right? Like kobolds should be. Um, so uh, they they talk to this guy. They try to come up with an idea, and they realize that. Well, what if this guy's better than Ephemine, right? <laughs> so um, they they were trying to get him to maybe move into uh, a guild, right, and try to control things from the outside. And he said that he wanted to be with his people. Um, so eventually they decided to try and push Nevamine in this direction. Um, she kind of agreed. Um, I don't, I haven't decided how she's going to like it yet. Um, I need to do some real thinking on that. They're, uh, they decided to put her in the Merchant's Guild. Um, I asked, how are you going to do that? And they said, well, we just bought a bar, so we're going to put her, you know, in charge of the bar, and uh, she can deal with the guild. So, I don't know what's going to happen with that. Um, I know that she's going to get caught up in the politics of it somehow. Um, I have a feeling that she's not going to like it very much. Um, I think that it's not going to help the kobolds very much. Um, but these are my initial thoughts, right? And I am going to sit and think on it some more and figure out exactly what's going to go down with that. Um, I might maybe write out another front might be a good idea. Um, I was listening to a podcast about, uh, uh, it was, uh, I think it was Ray Otis, uh, Plundergrounds did, no, was it? Uh, I think it was Ray Otis. Um, and he had a recording of a panel um, at GaryCon, maybe? Maybe something earlier this year than that. Um, that they, just, they were discussing Dungeon World 2 and uh, that there was a need for a, a Dungeon World 2nd Edition and uh, how it would come about. Uh, but they talked about um, Apocalypse World having a 2nd Edition and changing fronts to dangers. Um, so they were a little less organized and more like just things on a map. So I, um, I really got onto that idea and I think Apocalypse World is going to be one of the next books I pick up so I can read uh, on how they change the fronts into dangers. Because I really like fronts. I like using fronts. I like the idea of them. Um, they are very complicated though, right? Uh, it's very easy for them to um, either take control and go out of control or for them to be like circumvented entirely. Um, but I mean, that's a lot of things in role playing, right? That's that's kind of just the way things work in role playing. Anyway, so if dangers would be easier, and I could just list out, boom, 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 three dangers of, uh, you know, never mean being in the uh, the politics of the merchant guild. Uh, she feels like she doesn't get anything done. She doesn't. Um, she does nothing for the kobolds and. Um, I don't know. People don't like her, right? Those are da those are three dangers of her being in the Merchant's Guild. Um, and I can just list those out and put them aside. And uh, when people ask how they're going, I can look and pick one of those and go, well, this is what happened this time, right? Um, and that's kind of what a front gives me, except the front's way more structured and it has a timeline. Um, it's kind of, it reminds me of clocks in... Um, uh, Blades in the Dark. Um, that's another game I need to reread is Blades in the Dark. Um, maybe set up, setting up clocks and stuff would be interesting. Anyway, um, so yeah, they ended up, 
deciding to do that. And then they were like, we want to kill some stuff. So they started like, uh, do you have an adventure board? Is there any wanted signs? And I was like, no, 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 no. Um, come on, guys. I'm not going to make adventures for you. And I was like, okay. All right. So you guys want to kill stuff? Give me 15 minutes and I'll figure something out. And someone was like, what about the sewers? I'm like, oh, that thing that I placed there for you guys to kill stuff in. I forgot about that. Um, so I was reminded about the sewers. Uh, they traversed the sewers and got in a few scrapes. And we uh, ended um, going through this crazy ass area. So I'm rolling this all randomly, right? Uh, mostly tables from um, uh, Tome of Adventure Design are where I'm getting my, my dungeon stocking stuff, right? And I've got two, two empty room rooms on my uh, on my table actually I've got three I think I've got um, an empty room I've got um, an, uh, a dungeon dressing room and a weird dungeon dressing room so uh, these keep these come up a lot right because there's a lot of empty areas in this place um, otherwise there'd be people all over the place right there'd be people coming up and down all over uh, so the things that started coming up were very the first thing was a letter, right? A torn up love letter. Um, the second thing was a satin pillow. The third thing was a mop, which we decided, uh, like, it, it was, these things were getting tossed around about, oh, how people come down here to make up, and then the next thing I roll is a mop, and I, everybody's just like, oh my God. And uh, everybody looks at Christopher and says, talk to the mop, make the mop talk. We wanna know what the mop has to say. And uh, it was another riotous laughter moment. And uh, Christopher ended up saying, no, 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 no. I do not want to give that mop sentience. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was good fun. And they ended up, yeah, going through basically um, a little porn area of the dungeon. It was, it was uh, I don't know, maybe a former strip club or something. Uh, but people used to get down there and get their groove on. So it was, it was quite a hilarious end to um, a, a really good night of role-playing, I think. That's all the nuggets we got this week. You want to reach out? You can leave a voice message in the Anchor FM app, website, or send a file to my email. You can email me at cockatricenuggets at slackernerds.com or leave a comment on my website, slackernerds.com. This podcast is available wherever fine podcasts are stored. So let me know how I'm doing by leaving me a rating on iTunes or your preferred podcaster. Thanks for listening.